Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to a very special episode of Don V Friday's Legendary Status. Uh, we got a leg, we got a legend in the building, seven five seven in the building. Drift, how you living, Chief? Well, we good, get man. Good. It's been a it's been a while since we hopped on the podcast. Uh, we got a couple episodes coming soon, and uh, it's gonna be a great one, great guest. So, Marcus, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, it's Marcus Davis, Virginia Beach, born and raised, uh, Virginia Tech alum, Ocean Lakes High School. Shout out to my Dolphins. Uh, yeah, that's 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 me. I'm here. Ocean Lakes, hey, Ocean Lakes got a whole lot of players in the NFL and D1. Y'all, y'all been putting in some work over there, Ocean Lakes. Hey man, we hey, we trying to, we was trying to. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Virginia Beach. I'm from Nupa News, so we don't get we don't see a whole lot of NFL players and all that. Like it don't it don't come around for us often. But Virginia Beach, y'all out there over in the beach going crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. Then picked up it picked up a little bit since since I've been out, but uh, we definitely hold it down, man. Yeah, we gonna get into we gonna get into all that seven. You know me, y'all know me. I'm gonna get into all that seven five seven shit. But before we get into all of yeah. this episode, is brought to you by Burn Ridge Tree Stands LLC. Burn Ridge has developed the first ever climbing platform for saddle hunters and mobile hunters, weighing in under four pounds and only twelve inches wide by fourteen inches long. The ascent is perfect for long hikes to your site. Our climbing platform is ASTM certified and 100% made and manufactured in Virginia. The Ascent can be folded to fit in your backpack or left set up to strap to your pack. Spend less time setting up and more time hunting with the Ascent 02. Get in the woods farther, faster, and quieter with the Baron Ridge Ascent 02. For more info, go to BaronRidgeTreeStands.com or follow on Instagram at Burn Ridge Tree Stands. Like I said, man, 757, Virginia Beach, Ocean Lakes legend, Marcus Davis in the building. What's it, what was it like growing up in Virginia Beach? Yeah, it was love, man. I loved every part about it. I, uh, you know, I'm in Maryland now, so uh, talking to the kids, man, and just kind of seeing that difference. It's, uh, it's, it's a big difference from when I was growing up. Uh, from when the kids, how the kids growing up nowadays, uh, you know, us, we was outside, you know, they had to 
tell us to come back in the house. Uh, no matter the time, no matter yeah. the weather. We was just outside, you know, trying trying to do something. Um, but uh, you know, it's a little different now. You know, times have changed. Um, you can't really you can't really do that no more like how we used to do it. But uh man, I loved it. You know, I was about five miles from the beach. So when it got warm okay. out, we'll take some beach cruises, just there chill, go. go down to the beach, me and a couple of the homies. Uh but yeah, man, it was all family. Everybody was family, everybody looked out for everybody. Uh, that was, you know, that was big growing up. Uh, man, I loved it. You go back pretty often now that you're older? Um, nah, actually, it's it's crazy. I haven't been back home in a, in a few years, actually. Um, it's just a lot of stuff that was going on. And then I lost both my parents in 2019. So it doesn't, it really, like yeah, that home man. feeling kind of, kind of went away when they went away. You know, so the last gotcha. time I was home was both of their funerals, and it just, it just, you know, you know how things happen, life happens, and it's kind of, it's kind of rough, you know, just to go back home and not be able to see your parents and not be right. able to go into that place where you grew up at to actually call home. But uh, I need to get back, you know. With that being said, I, I need to get back home. I'm gonna try to get back home sometime this summer. Uh, go check some of the guys out, uh, do a couple things while I'm there. Okay. Uh, you say you in Maryland now. What part? What city you in? Yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in Glen Burnie, so I'm about 15 minutes out of uh, hey, the city. Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I lived in, I lived in Maryland for eight years. I lived in Suitland. That's outside DC. So yeah, yeah. Okay. I did I did my time. I know all about Glen Burnie, Curtis Bay, Brooklyn. Shout out yeah. to all my dogs down in Southwest Baltimore, Baltimore City, Baltimore County, all of that. Uh, shout out to the crackhead that was asking stupid ass questions when I was looking at the apartment in Curtis Bay. <laughs> shout out to the I love I just love Baltimore City, Baltimore County, and Arundel, all of that, man. Good people up there, man. Yeah. Yep. So o- Ocean Lakes High School, that, that was you now. I don't know Virginia Beach High School politics. I'm from the peninsula. Was you supposed right. to go there or did they recruit right. you on some? Yeah. <laughs> nah, see, I went, see, I was there before all that stuff started going on. Okay. Like, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was there. When I was there, Coach Scott, you know, Coach Scott got into all his troubles and they tried to say yeah. he was doing all this stuff. But uh, when I was there, he was an assist. He was an assistant defensive there with Coach Prince. And um, it's crazy because how we were separated you know, I don't know how they separated y'all uh, in the peninsula, but with us being in the beach, all the schools were so close. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm walking to the bus stop. You know, we lived on one side of the street, and then all my homeboys on the other side of the street were going to First Colonial. So, like, we would literally catch the bus almost at the same time. It's just their bus was going one way, and our bus to go the other way. So, it was crazy. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Virginia Beach is, I mean, obviously Virginia Beach is the biggest city in the 757. Y'all got like 20 schools over there. But uh, over here on the yeah. peninsula, we got seven, like four, like four in Upa News and like four in, matter of fact, it's eight, like four in Upa News, four in Hampton, then we play Gloucester. But over yeah. in the beach, shit, y'all got like 30 schools over there. Like, what's right. that like? The beach district. The, the Obviously yeah. the best district in the 75 right now. Like, what was that like playing yeah. in that district? 
man, it was crazy. I tell people all the time, man. Like, I feel like, I feel like that time from like 05, 06 through like 08, 09, I feel like that was some of the best football. I, I feel like some that was some of the best sports, period, as far as like competition goes, because it was so spread out. Like, everybody wasn't at one school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially not, not in the beach. Like, everybody, like, Friday nights, like, I pl- I probably played at least one or two D1 recruits, like, every Friday night. And, yeah. like, to say that, to, to say that now, it sounds crazy because it's, like, not too, like, up here in Maryland, it's, like, private schools. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the St. Francis, the DeMathas, all them. Yep. But, like, when we was growing up, it was, we wanted, we wish a private school would have want to play at us. Like, we would have tried to run the scoreboard up on them. But <laughs> it's like, man, it was, it was crazy. Like, you know, going up against EJ, man, you were one night and, you know, you got Very the Chalmers there. Yeah. We on the news. Right. And then you got oh, yeah. Shout out to at Salem and Dale at Salem. Friday night flights. So, Let's yeah, go. Man, it was Man, Friday night flight, yes sir. Bit seven five that was seven. My jump. You had, hey, you know, hey, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. You already know you had a good game. You had to rush to the you had to rush to the nearest TV to make sure hey. your highlights were on the news. <laughs> so you had Let's to, go. you had to hurry up and get back home. But yeah, man, it was crazy. Like every school, every team we played, you know, it's it's somebody. And then at that time, because I didn't I didn't commit until like literally the day before signing day. So it was like I was getting recruited once I played a lot of these teams because, you know, we had Joe Jones at Green Run. We had X Boyce at Lanchtown. We had Tony mm-hmm. at FC. We had Lindell at Salem. So it's like every time, every, every Friday night, I'm going up against these guys. We go into battle. And then after the game, they talking about some, yo, when you going to sign? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yo, you going yeah. on a trip this weekend? And I'm like, they ain't right. We just finished playing the game. Like my adrenaline's still going. I ain't trying to talk about that right now. But uh, <laughs> it's just, it was just crazy, man. I feel like that was some of the best football um, at that time, as far as competition goes. Uh, it, that's been there in a while. It's, it's still crazy over there. Yeah, <laughs> y'all still yeah. got it over y'all. Listen, y'all still got it over there, man. I mean, Oscar Smith, obviously that's a uh, Chesapeake, but Oscar Smith, yeah. like probably the best in the. Early, but from yeah, top to it. bottom, it's still the beach yeah. district. So I gotta still give y'all y'all props. You came in the 2008 class, and when right. I say this class is the most let, I'm gonna say it, this is the most legendary class in Virginia Tech history. You got yourself, Bruce Taylor, Rue, Vince yeah. Painter, yeah. Jared Boykin, Tony uh-huh. Gregory, like you said, Lindell Gibson, like you said. Uh, Antoine Hopkins, like all y'all were starters or like all ACC's legendary play. Like, what was it like coming in with that class, that 08 class? I mean, I feel like I feel like we don't really get a lot of credit. Um, but being a part of that class, you know, and knowing a lot of those guys, it's like when we came in there, it was we, I, it, it's hard to, to kind of put words to it because we were, it, it, it was such a close knit group, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's so, it's, it's hard to kind of put words to it at that time. You know, we, I mean, at that time, we really didn't know what we had. 
You know, like we mm-hmm. really look at it as like we're getting all these guys from everywhere to kind of, you know, we we putting together this team. But if you think about it, you know, throughout that whole run, you know, we were consecutive 10 win seasons, you know, consecutive oh, yeah. ACC championships, you know what I'm saying? Consecutive bowl, well, obviously bowl games. Um, mm-hmm. So now that I, you look back on it, it's like, okay, yeah, like we, we put together a, a good cast. All right. Um, man, Some of the best years. Those guys, honestly. Man, special. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, y'all had, y'all had a crew there, that class. Y'all had a crew. Shout out Randall Dunn, man. I, I just saw Randall Dunn at Blacksburg like two, three weeks ago. Man, good dude. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's my man. Do you know a lot of yeah. those guys before before signing, you know, going into the class? I mean, everybody every everybody that signed that came from the top water area, I knew. Like, and it's from – we. I mean, we all grew up together playing ball or playing against each other. Um, so like we just over time just built that relationship. Like I knew I knew Randall since me and Randall been best friends since middle school. You know what I'm saying? Like and Randall mm-hmm. only played football two years because he Randall was a hooper. Like Randall used to hoop. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> Randall came out his junior year about I want to say we were about six or seven games into the season, and we had we had some rough injuries, and so like we were real thin at receiver. And um, you know, coach kind of talked him into it. And his first his first touch was a you know 80 yard kickoff return touchdown. And he didn't even know what to do when he scored. <laughs> and like it's it's just crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean X, me and X, X been my man. Um, Lindell. Like it's 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 crazy. Like the relationships we had even before going to Tech. So for me. It was like a, a easy recruiting tool. Like, I mean, in the back of my mind, like I already knew where I was going to go. I just kind of wanted to play just to kind of see, you know, if anybody was going to kind of come in late. But it was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going anywhere else to. And I told my family this and I was like, I, I really couldn't see myself going anywhere else and representing, you know, it's like I'm, I'm like Virginia to the heart. So I can't, well, obviously not Virginia, but. I gotta stay in. State. We get what you're saying. And, yeah, you know, yeah. So I, I gotta, I gotta represent for for where I'm from. Like I can't see myself putting on another state's, you know, team colors and representing state. You know what I'm saying? Like I got Virginia in my heart. Tech is where I want to be. Was Who there any you? other school? Was there any other schools you could have went to had this? Had, had let's say you never got an offer or whatever the case. Was there any other school that was second place that you could have pictured yourself yeah. on? Yeah, it's it's crazy that you asked that, man, because how the chips fell, it was almost like it was fate. So uh, my final, like my top three at the time, it was uh, Virginia Tech, it was Tennessee, and it was Penn State. And um, I took a visit to Penn State, like, maybe two weeks before I went to Tech for my official visit. And I went to Penn State, and it's crazy. Um, So I'm at Penn State, and, you know, I'm at my visit. I'm enjoying myself. And um, the recruiter, I I can't remember his name now, but uh, he comes up to me, and he he, talked. You know, we just talk and chopping it up. And he Mm -hmm. was like, um, they had to pull, they had to pull Randall Scholarship. Cause they offered Randall at the time too, but it was like oh, you know, we had to pull the scholarship that we that we gave to Randall because we signed another. But they didn't tell Randall, 
So I'm like, mm. that's my man. And I'm like, I don't even like as soon as he told me that, it was like I had it. I'm like, nah, like that's dirt. Like, you don't like, you know, we 17, 18 years old. Like right. you can't, you don't do my man like that. And so in the back of my mind, I was kind of like that kind of eliminated Penn State. And then it was mm. down to tech and uh Tennessee. Uh Tennessee coach, coach former at the time. He came to my house, um, and my god, my godmom, she's a crazy, she was a crazy Tennessee fan. And uh, two things that happened that, that I didn't go to Tennessee. So I'm talking to my mom, telling her, and she was like, "Can you tell Coach Former to call me in my house or whatever?" So I told her. I guess she thought I was playing, and they really called her, and she, I guess she missed the call or ignored it or whatever. And so I hit her up. I'm like, "Mom, did you uh, talk to Coach Former?" She was like, "No." Nah. I was like, well, they called you. And then she looks back. She's like, oh, man, I missed it. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, man. So then, like a week later, I'm supposed to take my visit to Tennessee. And we're in the uh, Christmas a Christmas basketball tournament. And we're actually playing Norview. And uh, okay. I ended up leaving at halftime to go catch a flight. And I'm on my way to the airport. Uh, and my flight, it was snowing. And it got snowed out. So. Obviously, I, the flight got canceled and all that. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, man, this got to be a sign. Like, I'm not <laughs> supposed to be going to Tennessee if I can't even get to get on a flight to go. So and then that was it right there. Like, I didn't I didn't entertain nobody else. Like, I got calls. It's crazy. Ohio State called me a day before signing day. Wow. And, um, they were like, you know, we we, we want to figure out we want to figure out what we're going to do with uh, Terrell Pryor. And right. I mean, as a 17, 18-year-old, I was like, man, Ohio State. Right. I was like, you know what? Now, nah, Tech, like, Tech been with me. Like, those guys been in my corner. Coach Newsom, shout out Coach Newsom. That was my man right there. He he was okay. the whole, whole step of the way. So, I was like, man, I, I got I to gotta go where I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? So, I stayed home, and, you know, the rest was that. Did Randall sign at the same time as you, or was he before you? Yeah, Randall actually committed before me. Okay. Randall didn't waste no Randall didn't waste no time. <laughs> like Randall <laughs> didn't waste no time. I guess he figured, you know, because that whole Penn State situation, you know, Randall's like, you know, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to go. They're gonna pay for my school. Like I gotta make, you know, so Randall, Randall signed. Soon as they put the offer in, Randall was like, all right, I'm gone. Like <laughs> so yeah. Was the was 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 switching to receiver difficult, or was that something that was that came uh, easy to you? I, I wouldn't say it was difficult as far as playing the actual position. The only difficult part was kind of just going through, uh, and and how different the speed of the game was as far as playing receiver. Um, because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, my first few weeks there, I was playing quarterback. But, you know, quarterbacks aren't live. So you really don't get right. to see them real bullets. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's like, okay, I made the switch to receiver. Okay, so now – and then actually I went back to quarterback. So, like, I, I came in playing quarterback. I recruited as a quarterback. I made that switch right before the season started. And then I had a surgery on my uh, throwing arm. Um, after the surgery healed up. I went back to quarterback my first spring. So my first spring there, I actually played quarterback. And it's about, I want to say the second or third scrimmage we had, live scrimmage. And, you know, I'm running with the twos. Obviously, we got Tyrod there. He's not going nowhere. So I'm running with the twos. And uh, 
you know, scrimmages like that, you know, it's, it's ones versus two. So I got, I'm looking over and I got Cam Chancellor on the other side. I got Jason Worlds. I got Rock. I got Davon. Right. I got Nikos. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm playing quarterback and I'm back there like, yo, what am I about to do? So <laughs> we get, we call the play and it's crazy because coach was like, look, he's like, I just want to see what you can do. And it's crazy. Like I took the snap, you know what I'm saying? I made one miss and I went 70 yards to the house. After that scrimmage right there, Coach Beamer called me to the office. He was like, "Nah, we gotta, we gotta get you out and play and receive. We gotta get the ball out of your hands." So after that, I ain't play quarterback again. <laughs> so, and, and it, yeah, was, it was, and it was, it was, uh, it was fun while it lasted. And and coming in obviously with your class, and and we was replacing in two thousand and eight, and going forward, we were replacing like three or four NFL receivers with Eddie Royal and Josh yep. Morgan and them. So it was definitely opportunities yes, to be had. Uh, I, 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 that's how Jared Boykin and all them got on the field so young, got real in them. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we we had to replace like three or four NFL receivers. So Yeah, they lost all four. All four. Yeah, so obviously, you know, you, you, you coming into a situation where Virginia Tech is 10-win seasons, a- ACC championship is the standard. Um, yep. As a young player, you know, as a young player behind, you know, the veterans, what was the locker room like watching them? They kind of set the standard. Like they they set the standard as far as like how we were going how we were going to go about things, how we we're going to con- conduct things, you know, how that program, how it was going to be ran. As far as like the receiver room go, though, we were still young. Like the oldest. I want to say it was uh, it was Danny Cole, it was Pat Terry, and at the time before Prince, Prince uh, was playing, before he he made the move to tight end, they were the older guys technically in the receiver room, but they were only like a year in front of us. Right. So I, Danny was a red shirt freshman. Uh, Pat was I think a red shirt freshman, and I think Prince was like a sophomore. So it was like those were the older guys in the room. But it was, to be honest with you, it was that defense that kind of set the tone. Like, as, as a receiver, I hate saying it, but, like, the defense was, like, those were that, – that was the tone set up for us. With Cam back there and all those guys, and Jay Worlds. Up and my, my, oh, Joe. my goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Cho was – I didn't play. I was – I redshirted Macho senior year. So, oh, I didn't get the – I just – I practiced with him. But I didn't get to, you know, play in the game with them. But even after that, man, with Rock, with Verge, with with all those guys back there, man, it was like they set that standard. And it was like, this, this, this what it is. Ten wins. You know what I'm saying? Go to the bowl game, play, in, play for an HCC championship. Like, it's nothing less than that. And, like, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. You know, first, first two years, we, we won one. We lost one. Then we played in the Chick Fil A Bowl. Then we lost to Clemson. So it was like that's what the standard is. Like it's nothing else. Like you're gonna play for an ACC championship. You're gonna win ten plus games. We're gonna go smack UVA in the mouth, and that's you know. Yeah. And then, and and then, the, and then the boys gonna go pro, play in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what it was. Who are some of the offensive leaders for you guys? Like outside of you know the defensive guys, obviously, but anybody on offense that you kind of looked up to, even though the receiver room was kind of young. Yeah, definitely. Ty, Ty Rod, he helped me out a lot. Uh, 
And my guy, uh, Ryan Rue, was my that was my guy. That still is my guy. Shout out to Rue, like, man, a man, legend. And that's man. What I try to tell people to this day, man, he's the best. He's the best running back that I've ever seen play the game, like in person and on the same. Like it's not even close, man. Like those guys, yeah. him, yeah, Ty, even Danny. Danny wasn't. Danny wasn't like a vocal, a vocal guy. Like you, you wouldn't hear hear Danny. Danny Cole got, you know, yell, scream, fuss, whatever. But right. when he played, like it's like, all right, we we got it now. Like it's clicking. So, but yeah, those are those are some of the guys, man. They kind of just led. I mean, they all led in different ways. You know what I'm saying? But it was all something that I was able to look look up to and kind of uh, mold myself after. Now, out of all these young players, you came in. It's a lot of young players. You got that number seven, and you play offense. Now, you can wear number yeah. seven and play defense, and you can wear number 17 <laughs> and play. Like a, like 17 for a DB at Virginia Tech means something. Wearing number seven and yeah. play offense means something. Yeah. How did you, like, what, what, did you feel like, bro, I got to put on, I got this seven on? Like what was that like? Yeah. Yeah, man. I definitely felt like I felt like it needed to come back home. Like, you know, so I was my true freshman year, I was number I was actually number four. And uh Which is another legendary cool, number. But I was like, Yeah, four was cool, but I was like, it's not me. You know, like I'm not I can't I'm not feeling it. And then uh I was talking to Darrell. I wanted to switch to 11, which was my high school number. But then it was like, nah, like that's him. You know, so I was like, man, I got to I gotta get something that's me. And then uh, obviously Sean was leaving mm. and seven was open. So I'm like, man, I got to, I got to have it. Like I, I got to, I got to. So once I got it on, it was just like, all right, yeah, this it right here. Like I just, I just felt like myself again. Yeah, they need to. Bring back some of that legacy to that number seven. They've been, yeah. I mean, I think, I think lately, yeah. um, I'm blanking. Um, number seven been on defense for the last couple of years. Um, I'm blanking out on who had it. Yeah. Um, I know but they uh, need to the bring same, some know, of that uh, legacy back to the them to that number seven on offense. Yeah, that, that's seven, man. That, yeah. You played you played in the Boise State game when y'all wore the black uniforms. Um, yep. What was that atmosphere like? Obviously, we ain't got to go into the details of what happened because last time, like, if, if we won the game. I don't care what you did. We can talk about that shit another time. Yeah. What was the atmosphere <laughs> like in the game? The uniforms you playing in the NFL stadium. What what was that? What yeah. was the atmosphere like? Yeah, the atmosphere was crazy. I think just that the all black kind of like amped it up a little bit, but that joint it was crazy, man. Like that was that was one of that was one of the uh, the games where it's kind of like it just didn't even feel real. Like just mm. running out there to the fans and kind of just hearing it and just you can feel like you could feel the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like it was what that. Right. Game, it was just, yeah, it was that. That wasn't even. It, it didn't even feel real at certain points in time. Like, 
that's one of those games. And, and yeah, in the end, Boise State did win the game. But that Boise State team could have played for the Natty that year. They had a squad over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they like they had a, a legitimate squad. They had NFL yeah. players. Yeah. So, that was a good game. Um, Obviously, the JMU game was next week. Did y'all did y'all sleep on JMU or was y'all man fuck this game? I mean, was it one of those or what was? Nah, it was one of those kind of games. It was a sleeper game. I mean, I'm not. I can't. I'm at the end of the day, man. You gotta get respect for it. You know where it's due. And um, we definitely slept on. I mean, like we really like was looking past them to the point where it's like we look past them even to the point where like. Okay, it's first quarter, second quarter. It's kind of like, yo, we need to like we need to really pick it up. And it's kind of like it's to that point now where it was like they got the momentum, you know, they got that mm-hmm. feeling like you know, you know what I'm saying? Like we we here now, so it's kind of like too late and like they just go that way. Yeah. yeah. And that's when and that's when running yeah. zone read, that's when defenses really didn't know what was what was what yet. We was a little yeah, late to the party yeah. stopping that zone read. They was on yeah. our ass. That shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. I had to watch that game on. This is when you had to stream the game when streaming won't even lit yet. This is when streaming was like <laughs> watching. It was like watching. I can't even think of like. It was like watching somebody record that shit on a potato or some shit. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? And we lost the game. I was sick. But yeah, I think we all y'all went. <laughs> y'all turned the whole season around. And won the ACC. Yeah. Um, was Which that the wake up? Was that the wake up call game? I'm. We know y'all had yeah. the talent. Y'all should have beat Boise two weeks before that, or whatever. A week, nine days before that. Y'all was so talented and had the dogs. Did Did y'all have a come yeah. to Jesus meeting, or like what turned <laughs> the season around? So to be honest with you, I'm a. Uh, I I couldn't even tell you. It's just like. I don't know, man. We just, we just kind of like realized, like, all right. So Boise State was Boise State, you know what I'm saying? Like they got, they got one on us, but it's kind of like right. we can't. We let our guard down, and we thought just, we literally thought just because we was gonna put on that maroon that weekend that we was gonna go in there and just steamroll over JMU. Like we just thought they was gonna come in and kind of lay down. Plus, we just came off that loss that took so much out of us, and it was, I think that was on a Monday night too. Yes. And uh, so it's like we just literally, man, we, we slept walked through that whole game until it was too late. And then it was like, look, like, yo, y'all better pick this up. Ain't no way in the world we about to, you know what I'm saying, go into this season like this with, our, with all this firepower we got. And then slowly but surely, we start putting it back together again, got that confidence back. Offense started clicking, defense started clicking, special teams started clicking. And it was like, all right, so we 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 ready now. Yeah, and y'all y'all went all the way to the yeah. ACC championship game, beat Florida State. Beat Florida State, yep. That was beat that Florida was the Danny State. Cole game right yeah. there. It was like Danny Cole was open the yeah. whole game. Man, Danny Cole, man, and yo, and this crazy thing is, <laughs> yo, we was running the same play, like <laughs> we yeah. ran the same play. Once we ran it, yo. All we did was send them on a deep cross, and it was like they, for some odd reason, like they couldn't, they didn't understand what it was. Like it was like a foreign play to them, 
And one, once it worked one time, we went back to it. It worked again. We kept going back to it. So, I mean, it's like and that, and that Florida State team had some dogs on the on defense. Yes, they did. They had some dogs yep. on. They had some legitimate dogs. I think, matter of fact, EJ got to yeah. start that game, and he was like what, like a, a he, he was the backup to Christian Ponder. Yeah, he might. He was he like sure a did. red shirt freshman or something, but he was the backup to Christian yeah, Ponder. Sure and EJ got the start. JGW got mm-hmm. that pick six. It was on and popping. I was like, hey, shout out to EJ yeah. Emmanuel, man. Bayside, 757 off the <laughs> yes, day. But we needed them to get that L and they got it for us. Shout out to EJ, man. A hokey legend that night. <laughs> what was that yes, atmosphere indeed. like for the for the ACC championship? ACC championships was always live, man. I, I loved them, especially once they moved them to uh once they moved them to Charlotte. That was a little bit closer, so mm-hmm. it's like our, our, I mean, our fans always travel well, but being that you know it's only two and a half hours now, right? Instead of you know going down to uh, Tampa and playing, it was you know that that amplified it a little bit more, and it kind of gave us that extra push. Like, look, yo, we we get to this ACC championship, like we're gonna pack the house, like we're gonna. Yeah, pack it's a home game, so yeah, pretty much, yep, it's home game. One of the biggest what ifs in Virginia Tech history is what if Tyrod Taylor was able to red shirt in 2008? We, we would have had him for the 2011 season. The 2011 season, yeah. obviously, y'all went 11 and three with two losses to Clemson. Uh, yeah. we, the, fuck that bowl game because y'all got robbed. But we're gonna talk about oh, yeah. the real shit. We're gonna get to the real shit. Tyrod Taylor obviously had to depart. He was a senior in 2010. The the tech right. receiving core was yourself. I want to say Corey Fuller. Um yeah. I think Jared Boykin was still there. Yeah. Um Jared was Legendary there. Legendary was there. David Wilson at running back. Uh I think Logan yep. Thomas would have played tight end. He would have had to. Um yeah. That's weaponry right there. Now, our big, the, y'all biggest obstacle was Clemson with Taj Boyd. Shout out Taj Boyd, Phoebus, 757 yeah. all day. Do you think with Tyrod Taylor, yeah. with Tyrod Taylor coming back for that last year, y'all could have at least split with Clemson, beat them once? Yeah. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I think we could have beat them twice. Okay. I think it was. I don't know what it was. It was like it was like a mental game, man. It was like it was like a mental game because they had so many. If you look at it, if you, if you look at that Clemson team, right, they mm-hmm. had so many future, you know, first round picks that nobody knew about at oh, yeah. the time. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Like Sammy Watkins was a freshman. You know, nobody really knew who right. Andre Hopkins was at the time. You know, right. they had the tight end. They had the couple. They had the DNs on their team. They had Todd. Yeah, Dwayne had Ellington Dwayne was getting busy. They had. Uh, yeah. they, they was Hay. loaded. They had Martavius Bryant. Yeah, yeah, they was yeah. loaded. But it was loaded. Nobody really knew about them. So, and then it was just kind of like they had that. They had that swag. Like they had our swag. Like their their defense was 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 balling. Like they was confident. Like we went into the HCC championship game, and uh, the one defense end from Richmond, I can't even remember his name. 
Like he came out that joint with the uh with the uh the WWE championship belt. You know what I'm saying? Like like they had that swag. And this was before the the turnover chain. Like this was way before. Yeah. That. yeah. And like so so they just had that swag. They had that confidence. Like, and when you get a team like that that's loaded with that much talent, and then they got that confidence, and then they coaches backing them like like we we yeah. here, like you know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna be hard to beat, but and you I got like, Taj, man, and you look, got Taj at quarterback. Oh yeah, Taj was doing his thing, man. I, I feel like he one of the most underrated ACC quarterbacks of all time. Oh like, yeah, I agree. He don't he don't get enough respect. He don't get enough respect for what he did during his time at Clemson. Yeah, because if Taj flops, like, Dabo gets fired, and then Clemson doesn't become yeah. Clemson. Yeah, Taj, so, man. Taj was, that, to Taj. Taj was that dude. Yes, Taj sir. was a real one. I seen Taj and Tyrod yeah. play in Darlin Stadium. I think Tyrod was a senior. Taj might have been a freshman or a sophomore. And Tyrod obviously played at Hampton. Taj played at Phoebus. And Tyrod returned the punt for a game-winning touchdown. And they called it back for clipping. You would have thought it was about to be a riot in that motherfucker that night. Like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know anything about 757 ball? Hampton Phoebus is the biggest rivalry on the peninsula. You can't call no kickback for no listen, you gotta let that play out. <laughs> yeah, Tyrod had the game winning punt. They called it back, man. Motherfuckers was hot leaving Dollar Stadium that night, man. Good man, <laughs> classic 757 shit, man. Yeah. What was what was playing with Logan Thomas like? Yeah, playing with Logan was cool, man. Like he was, it was just a, it, it, it was, it was so big of a difference playing behind, you know, playing with him and then playing with Ty, because like obviously, you know, Ty, Ty was, Ty can allow his feet in a different way. Like Logan, mm-hmm. Logan can, Logan can move now. Don't don't get it wrong. Like, oh Logan, yeah, Logan, Logan oh, yeah. Can put him down. But he wasn't. He didn't really. He didn't really want to rely on that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. Ty was looking forward to 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 making you look crazy, and then throwing a, a sixty yard bomb on you. But Logan just kind of wanted to stand back there and just fire the ball, which you know, you know, it was cool. But um, playing with Logan, man, he was just so like so cool about like what he did. Like nothing, it felt like nothing rattled. Like he could he could miss a read, he could get sacked, he could anything. And it's kind of like, he was just always the same. Like he, he didn't really get rattled, which is, you know, a, a good trait to have, especially playing quarterback. But for him, for Logan to come in as the number one tight end recruit in the country, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and really not know what he was going to play at tech. Like they was telling him he was going to play receiver. He was going to play tight end. Obviously he ended up playing quarterback. And for him to just come in and make that transition and do what he and do the things that he did, like you know, they was talking about Logan being the number one overall pick if he would have left his yeah what sophomore year, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, yo, Logan, man, unreal man, athlete. Logan was Logan Talent was, was that deal, man. And and he had and he had you yeah, and he absolutely. had DJ Coles and he had Corey Fuller. Like y'all are all big fast receivers too, mm-hmm. like. That can get downfield because yep. y'all was getting downfield, and you got a guy like Logan to hey, throw that bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. man, that, that was a you know yeah, we talk I'm about me and Drift. We talk about VT receiving groups, and we talk about 
Cam, Bucky, Isaiah, and we talk about Harpo, uh, Eddie Roll yeah. and them. But you, Corey, and um, DJ Coles, that was like a nasty core too. For oh, real, yeah, the speed. Speed was speed yeah. was hot. Speed and yeah. size. Right. Whole package. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep saying if Tyrod yeah, was going like- to all y'all and Logan, that would have been crazy. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been enough to go around, though, because at that time, you know, we still had to get a ball to David. <laughs> and we still yeah. had to give it to Root, too. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was so that many was so many ways to, to go around. Like, everybody had to yeah. so was So many weapons. And then Tony Gregory was like the third man behind all of them, yeah. like the fourth man. And Tony Gregory, shout out to Tony Gregory, right. legend. He, he, was, he was nice, fast as hell. Yeah, TJ. Shout out to him, man. Yeah. Shout out to TG. Man, VT really used to be lit out here. What the fuck happened? To <laughs> it was never a lack of playmakers. Like we never had a lack of playmakers in that era. Uh it, and it kind and, and it's funny. The dogs. crazy thing is when y'all left, that's when it fell off. Like as soon as y'all your era left, like yeah. you was there for the like you were there for the height of it and at the end of it. At the end of it, yep. Tail end of it. There's this infamous yeah, I, I uh, know, there's this infamous Boston College film that French put out. Shout out I ain't gonna say shout out to French, but that was a big move. But there's this infamous film um it comes out, he cuts up this tape, but you're you're um not blocking. Um did that bother you that footage coming out like that and people criticizing yeah, yeah. you like that? Nah, it was uh, I was actually the Florida State game. Um, okay, FSU. Senior, okay, yeah. And um, all right, yeah, 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 Florida State. But no, nah, I mean, at the end of the day, man, like I took, I took a lot of heat for a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And as yes, you did. Being a senior, being the leader on that team, on that team, like I never, not once, pointed blame at anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I really just took it on the chin and kind of just moved on with it. Is what it is. Um. But at the time, you know, like when that video came out uh, and the reason why it didn't bother me, like and people and people always ask me, it's like, yo, how can that not bother you? Like, how, why are you not bothered by it? And I'm like, it's so much that goes on within a game, within a, you know, within a plan that you guys have no clue about. Like, so a lot and some of those plays, a lot of the, going into that game plan, we had uh it's kind of like the first time, like we were, we were doing, like we were experimenting, like we was dealing with injuries, like we couldn't, mm-hmm. like it was just certain things that we couldn't do. So going into that game, like we were just doing, we did, uh, we, we had this no huddles type situation, right? And so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was kind of like whichever, so say, say I'm split out to the left and we run a, a jet sweep or something to the right. Now the ball has moved over. So instead of me going into right. the boundary, which is my natural position, I would stay to the field, right? So mm-hmm. on some of those plays where I was to the field and some of the plays got signaled in, some of the plays got signaled in wrong, some of the plays weren't communicated with who the actual signaler was. And so I took the blame. I took the heat for a lot of that stuff. But I met with you know Coach Beamer. I met with Coach uh, Sherman. And like we actually like talk like yo 
like, okay, you were right. You know, some a lot of those plays were miscommunicated plays. So it may look like, well, it, it, it's, it's me going the wrong way, but I've been communicated to it wrong. So I was putting myself in a bad situation, you know what I'm saying, trying right. to play the game fast and not actually stop and say, hey, who's, who's the live signaler? You know what I'm saying? Or who am I actually getting this play call from? Because I'm getting one thing and we're running another thing. You know what I'm saying? So, right. but like I said, man, I, I never, like I said, that never has came out you know, until now. And I didn't, I yeah. never wanted it to, because at the end of the day, I took it to the champ. Like I made, I, it was my fault. So I'm not about to sit here and say, oh, this, this and that. No, it's fine. No, it doesn't bother it, me. It, there's critique, and then there's the shit that they were saying. Though that was some, they were saying some bullshit. Um, and, yeah. and and you're and you're mature and a leader and a man, but it it wasn't grown men like a man in his forties shouldn't be saying some of the shit that they were saying. Like it, you can criticize, and you can be mad, and we lost the game, and Rashad right. Green had to play and all that. You can lose the game, and fans gonna be fans. Right. But then there's some people that always got to cross the line. And I never, uh, it never sat right in my spirit. Somebody, yeah. And it wasn't obviously put their face to it. And p- nobody will own the shit today. But no, nah, they. Right. No, nah, nah, fuck French, man. He shouldn't have did thing, all that. Man. He should not have done all that. That's, <laughs> He's doing too that's my thing, man. You can sit, you know, sit behind the computer screen. You can sit behind your whatever. And you can talk, type. And you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not going to put your name to it, if you're not going to actually come to me and say something to me, like, I can't, I can't let it dwell on me. You know what I'm saying? Like people, people forget they, and then, it, and it's crazy that you, you brought this whole situation up because once the, uh, once I was done playing, you know, and a couple scouts I talked to, you know, they, this whole situation had, had resurfaced and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. um, okay, well people, you know, it's a video out saying you're not doing this, you're not doing that. And like people don't people don't understand like the type of punishment that I put myself like I could have easily like easily set out my senior year and, and took a medical red shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't know, like the first game of the season, we're playing Georgia Tech and literally the first play of the game, the first play of the game, my shoulder comes out of place. Right. I'm on the, I'm on their sideline. Mm. I catch a screen pass. And I'm I'm going to go out of bounds, and I go to lower shoulder, and my shoulder comes out of place. Now, obviously, it's the first play of my senior season. I got my adrenaline going. It's seventy thousand. It's a Thursday night. You know, like the mood mm-hmm. is crazy. I'm not about to sit here and, and and let this you know affect me. So I go on. I play through it. And it's about I want to say about the fourth quarter. I catch a slant. I turn up field and I break it for about 30 yards and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go down. I see the contact coming. And as I get hit, my whole right arm, it goes, it goes dead. Like, no, like, and I dropped the ball. And luckily Corey, Corey was trailing me. Corey ended up picking up the fumble, but we get to film and coach is like, he was like, come on, seven, you got to secure this ball. I'm like, coach, look at my arm. Like I literally can't move it as I'm going to the ground. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I literally, there was literally nothing nothing you could could do. Literally, right? And then, and the crazy thing is that that happened to me so many times over the course of that year. You know what I'm saying? Like, we played Duke. I, I catch my second touchdown in the end zone. 
and a routine jump ball. I come down and like my shoulder is out of place. I can't even get up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like people say, oh, he don't want to block. He don't want to do this. Are you like, are you serious right now? Like, I don't want to block. I don't want to do like, of course, like I want everybody on my team to eat. Like I want JC to break 40, 50 yard runs. Like I'm doing everything I can. Like I'm literally giving my whole body right now. Right. Playing and through injuries. That whole situation comes out where, right. You know what I'm saying? That whole situation comes out. So now I'm getting looked at like, I don't want to do something or I'm being lazy or, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm looked at as this and that, but how many games did I miss? <laughs> how many practices did I miss? Like how, how right. many weight sessions? You know what I'm saying? Like if you go, if you go look at it, like my pictures on the wall, like I'm an Excalibur Hokie, like not too many athletes, football players can sit here and say that. Like I'm on the wall with Bruce Smith. I'm on the wall with Vic. I'm on the wall with, you know, James Gill. Like I'm, I'm on the wall with these guys as far as like what I've done. All seven, five, seven people, by the way. <laughs> you know, like, and it's crazy that you can even fix your mouth and say, oh, he's lazy. He don't want to do this. He don't want to do that. Like, you, you don't you don't get those type of accolades by being lazy, right? Like yep. you don't you don't you don't do that. You don't you don't come you don't come forty some yards from getting a thousand. You know what I'm saying by being lazy, and then I miss a half of a game because of whatever. I miss you, you know like so it's 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 just crazy that uh that whole situation even happened. But at the end of the day, man, I kind of just I, I brushed it off and I got. It is what it is. Like people gonna always have, you know, something to say. Like it's yep. you're never gonna be able to be good enough to please everybody. So, no, almost having a thousand yards at VT and, and that era because Virginia Tech historically is a run first team. Always been a run first team. Right. Almost having a thousand yards is crazy. Like always, man. I don't even think before. I don't even. I think Isaiah Ford might have had a thousand yard season, but that was yeah he further did. down the line. But to have almost a thousand, yep. I don't even think it had been done before him. So I think no, nah, no, nah, uh, you definitely, you definitely need your your your, your uh, flowers for that one. I appreciate that, man. You definitely need your flowers, listen, brother. To put that flat, to put up those type of numbers in a. Mind you, you playing in an era where we want to run the ball all day if we can. <laughs> yeah, and playing through injury, right. too. No, and it's crazy playing, doing that. And, like, I, I try to tell people this all the time. I'm like, you know, I'm, I had a 40-inch vertical, but not one of my touchdowns came in a red zone, if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get no – Yeah, it was all downfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Deep everything balls. I had, like, I had to break. I had to break loose. Right. Like, I had to break loose for that. Like, I, it wasn't like I'm just catching fade balls or I'm just doing this. Nah, that wasn't even the case. Well, once we got boy. into the red zone – Yeah, once we got into the red zone, I was game. They put in three tight ends and – Yeah, like, stick it in, stick it in, stick it in. Like, I'm, I'm, I can't argue that. Right, yeah, and they and they gonna force it too. They gonna force it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, man, like people, like, and then the crazy thing is, like, I come, you know, 40, 50 some yards for having a thousand yards. I think I only had like maybe fifty some catches, fifty six catches, something like that. So like, the average. Yeah, is you crazy. was getting them downfield. You was like, getting them downfield. You had Chase. You had Chase Minifield in the blitz, and Chase Minifield is a big corner. Like shout out to him. Yeah. But yeah. 
Yeah, he got yeah. That was he a got nice that little battle, y'all had. Yeah, y'all had a yeah, nice he, little. He started battle. off the whole game. Was he a big talker? He seemed like he seemed like a big talker. Was he a talker? That's crazy. He like in previous years he wasn't, but for some odd reason, this one particular year. I want to say it was his senior year. He was, yeah, for some he reason. He was on the, yeah, Maybe because he, he had, um, he had the one safety. He had the, and he had the safety behind him. Um, Dowling was it Rosa? my Dowling? guy at uh, he's no, 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 not Raza. Uh, this was way after him. Oh, okay. Um, uh, McLeod, Rodney McLeod. Oh, okay. He had yeah, Rodney yeah. behind him, so maybe he felt he got a little more confidence. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's that's what it was, but. He was running his mouth this whole like from start to finish. First play of the game, you know, he holding on to my neck, pass interference, and I still go up and make a grab on him. And then from there, it was a wrap. Like, I mean, it was a wrap after that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Chase Middlefield. But yeah, he, he was in his he was he was on his bullshit that night that day. I'm like, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to bro. I think he's from Northern Virginia, um, somewhere. But um, so what's 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 going on now for Marcus Davis? What's what you got going on now? Man, right now, man, I'm a I'm a family man, man. I got you know three three God loving bless. kids. I'm married. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So everything I do, man, is is for them. Um, my son just turned five. Uh, my daughter will be three, and my youngest will be one in October. And uh, everything. Oh, so they're man, running just, around. Yeah, they're I'm just trying to do everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're young, man. They're young. So I'm just trying to do everything, you know what I'm saying, to, just to be there for them right now. Um, but as far as, like, during the daytime, you know, I train. I train kids um, at this gym. A gym actually it's a nice little gym facility up the street. Um I'm a director of sports um up there with okay. them. So uh like I said, man, I, I just love I just love working with the kids, man. Love working with the kids, uh teaching them, showing them the game, showing them different things to kind of help them out. Um and it's crazy because like I'm so like I don't once I'm once I'm with the kids, man, that's who it's about. And so like we had a football camp not too long ago, and uh, a couple of the kids just come up to me. Um, hey coach, we we didn't know you went to you know Virginia Tech. We didn't know you played pro ball. So I'm like, yeah, man, I did a little yeah. song. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't it ain't about me no more. You know what I'm saying? Like so I like that's that's what I do, man. I just lay low. Like I work out. I still work out heavy. Um, but but that's about it, man. I don't I don't do too much. You ever try to get maybe back into the co- maybe into like coaching or something uh, for like high school teams, maybe college teams. Um, I was coaching, uh, before COVID hit at, um, it was actually a startup program. It was Maryland prep. Um, and we played, we played a couple, um, D2, uh, JV teams, um, no which, and it was cool. Like it, the experience, the experience was cool, man. Real cool. But once COVID happened, um, a lot of the JV teams that we had on the schedule kind of, you know, obviously they didn't. They didn't oh, allow yeah. us and other, they were they didn't allow other teams to come in. So once that shut down, um, that's when I got um, into training full time as my director role, and I've been with them ever since. Um, I haven't really looked into coaching 
um, since then, um, just because now my son is getting a little older. So he's he started soccer last year. He's going to start again okay. uh, this year pretty soon. Um, so I, I I couldn't see myself, you know, not being there for him. But uh, if the opportunity presents itself, you know, maybe to with the local high school, so that way I can kind of do something and still be able to uh, get home to them, then maybe I could, I, I, I would, I would entertain that. Yeah, you definitely got a lot of knowledge to share. I mean, obviously you're helping the, the, the next generation, which is, which is very important, especially these kids, these kids definitely need guidance. It's a lot of, it's a lot of devils and pitfalls along the way. On, on this Absolutely. road we call life and you live life and you got experiences and it, it, it's best to, it's, it's always a good thing to impart whatever wisdom you do have on the next generation coming up. What's, uh, you got anything you need to plug? IG, Twitter, uh, Snap, what's the gym, what's the, what's, what's the location uh, of the gym? Yeah, so the gym is here, it's called uh, Redline, R-E-D, L-I-N-E, Athletics, uh, Glenn Burney. Um, that's that's where I train kids out of. Um, I train myself, man. I'm, you can find me on Instagram at uh, davisfit underscore 757, of course. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's nothing. You know, it's just me and my family, man. I don't, I don't post too, too much. Um, I need to start doing some stuff um, if I want to kind of get out there. But like I said, man, I'm low-key now. I don't really like making too much noise. I just kind of like staying in my lane, doing my own thing, just chilling out, hey, watching man. from afar. Think you might and come back road. to Blacksburg this year? I want to try and get back up there, man. I have I haven't been back since I left, man. I haven't. It's crazy. Once the staff, once the staff that I was there with left, everybody left. It was kind of like yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like I just felt like an out. I felt like an outsider. So I kind of just right. you know watch from afar. Uh, my mom been up there. She don't. She don't miss anytime she can get up there. She'll get up there. But uh, I haven't been back. A legend. So, but I'm a Your mom, I want to try. She is a legend. <laughs> a whole legend. Yeah. Oh yeah. She man. She, she's something else, ain't she? Yes. Yes. But yeah, I'm a. I want to try and definitely get back up there, man. Yeah, it's it's definitely a different vibe. I was just like I said up there for spring game. And a lot of a lot of the former players came back, and it was just a good atmosphere. Um, former staff was dickheads; they didn't know what the fuck they was doing. Um, but yeah. it, it seemed like it's getting back to the family environment that that uh, Beamer had um, had uh, cultivated, and it's getting back to what it should be. And uh, about y'all, because y'all built this shit. Like, let's keep it a band, like. These motherfuckers get to send uh stuffed turkeys into space and put horses on treadmills and all this crazy <laughs> shit because of all the money that y'all bring in. So all this monkey shit they be doing, all these experiments, they, they be talking about five million dollar endowments and all this. Listen, football built the school. Don't at me. Like y'all built, y'all literally built that shit. So y'all should be welcome at anytime y'all want to. That's, that's my spiel. Yeah. Hey, man, hopefully yeah, we can see you back, back there. I got to yeah. get back. Yeah. Come to the ODU game, man. Yeah. Definitely. Come to the ODU game. Just about to game. say that. 
we gotta make we gotta make some shape. Like it's gonna be definitely definitely denied. The last time Virginia Tech played in the seven five seven, they lost. But it's different now. It's whole different coaching staff, whole different attitude, man. Yeah, we yeah. we hope hopefully we'll see you for the ODU game. It's gonna be live. <laughs> yeah, I might try. I might try and make that, man. Definitely, definitely. definitely. Drift, you got any any questions before we log off? Drift. Oh no, I thought you were talking to Marcus. No, I got nothing, man. All good. We look, look, man. Thank you, thank you for 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 uh blessing our platform with your knowledge, your experience. Uh, you're definitely a Hokie legend. Uh, your name should come up more more than than it do be coming up. It should come up more when we're talking about uh great Virginia Tech receivers. You definitely left your imprint, your mark. I don't think a motherfucker wore number seven on offense since you left. Uh. I'm, I might be tripping, but you gotta will that. You gotta will that down. Yeah, pick that, the next definitely, dog. Definitely, yeah. Hunter, oh yeah, Hunter had number seven, but he played defense. I was, but yeah. I was blanking yeah. out earlier. Shout out, he he lost uh, his career. Uh, he lost a year and shit. My man, uh, Bucky, Bucky had it after me. But oh, Bucky shit. Had damn, Salem yeah. has to. My bad, yep. Bucky. Bucky, if you listening, my bad, bro. My bad, and he lived yeah. up to. Dang, yeah, I, I Bucky was there. Yeah. Bucky was yeah. Bucky was a real one. Yes, he yeah. lived up to that seven. You and Bucky, and then and then Devin Hunter. Shout out to Devin Hunter too. Damn, seven five seven, man. God damn, yeah. that's great. <laughs> Shout out, man. <laughs> Shout out to Devin Hunter. Bad. He lost. Um, he lost his final year eligibility because he got. Suspended during the COVID year, and he lost his eligibility. I hope he's doing good, whatever yeah. he got going on too. But it's a bad um, situation, but yeah, bad situation all around. Shout out to Devin Hunter. Um, that's it, man. Shout out to Marcus Davis, a legend. We yeah, we, thanks we, for coming on, man. We appreciate we worship it. you. We 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 love everything you did for the for the Virginia Tech football program and community. We cannot thank you enough for coming on. Absolutely, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. That means a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah, hey, hey. ODU game, man. Pull up, man. We doing a beach tailgate and some more shit. JK bringing the chicken sandwiches from Chick-fil-A. You vegan or something hey, now? I'm, I'm, I was about to say, man. I'm a vegan, man. So he Everybody crossing over. <laughs> <don't, laughs> I've been, hey, I've been going. <laughs> we're going strong for two years now, man. Wow. Vegan, so, not yeah, vegetarian? Yeah. Like full-blown? Nah, I'm full-blown vegan now. Yeah. And you you live in a good years. you live in a good vegan area too, Maryland, DC, Baltimore area. You can't be vegan down here, bro. <laughs> it's, it's impossible, dog. It's, it's, all, it's all about self, your self-control, man. Discipline. You gotta discipline yourself. Yeah, I can only imagine all I eat is meat. I can never. <laughs> shout, hey, shout hey, shout out to shout out to Glenn Bernie. Shout out to Anne Arundel County. Man, shout out to yeah. all my dogs in Curtis Bay. Man, shout out to whole South Baltimore, man, Brooklyn, Cherry Hill. I got to yeah. get back up to Maryland, man. Shout out, shout outs, man. A lot of real ones up there. Any of them kids be calling you dummy up there? I know they do. Yeah, I got a couple homeboys up here. I heard them say it a couple years ago, man. I kind of looked at them crazy. 
Yeah. Like, you know, they like, nah, that it don't mean what you think it means. So I'm like, oh, all right, as long as Maybe you play. Like, <laughs> yeah, the clear. No, I was at I was at I was at McDonald's and like uh what was that? I was on Green Street. And they was calling the girl dummy. Whoa, dummy. <laughs> you make the McDoubles right, dummy, all this dummy. I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. I'm from yeah. Virginia, man. I don't know shit about nothing, man. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it for Don Fridays, man. Till next week, y'all. God bless.